Welcome to the Think and Learn Smarter experience. Here I will sit down with people from all walks of life and talk with them about experiences that have shaped them. Everyone learns from their own experiences, but the best learn from the experiences of others. Now, let's get into it. So I'm here today with Pado Kofer Byrne. Pader is studying business and law in UCD and is also in the Dublin Senior Panel. Pader, thanks a million for agreeing to come on here. How are you getting on these days anyway? Yeah, not bad. Grand, thanks for having me. Um, just kind of getting by. I think everyone else is kind of the same, doing what they can, kind of getting by with every latest news and kind of taking it as it goes, but kind of fine. Like, do you know what I mean? It's just trying to tra- train away when you can, play away when you can. and Yeah, sure, that's all you can do. Do any type of study you can as well, but it's it's tough, but... Yeah, yeah, true. By, yeah. So what kind of training are you doing then, like in lockdown? How would you be managing the um, days? So it's kind of, we've been given programs from Dublin and stuff, obviously. It's kind of based mainly around the idea that if this was a normal year, we'd be in pre-season right now, kind okay. of training yeah. three times a week maybe, plus some gym. So this is kind of individual training session you have to do. It's a bit of a mix. So you're not doing your Bronco runs or your tempo runs or whatever it is someday maybe some high volume running and then another day it might be mainly speed focused. Yeah. Yeah. And trying to get your conditioning sessions in. So I was in the gym and then GA is not an elite sport anymore. So, um, I don't really have access to one. <laughs> yeah, I have limited weights at home doing my best of what I can. So, uh, just going to end what I can do at home, try and modify what I would have been doing in the gym, try yeah. doing it at home with bands Bands, what else do I have? I've bands, a few dumbbells and some hamstring sliders. Okay, right. So, so get a bit done, yeah. Just a bit, like, yeah. It's not the same, but it's enough to keep you ticking over, you know? Exactly, yeah. And how do you find, like, the training in, like, this lockdown in comparison to, like, the first lockdown? Would you be doing similar stuff or different or how's it working? Yeah, I think, I don't know how everyone else feels, but I feel like this lockdown is, like, completely different yeah. for everyone. I think the last lockdown, because everything was a bit of a shock, everyone was really kind of humble about it and was taking in their stride and was like, you know, it's grand. And especially the way it was sunny and the weather was good. So it was, it was a lot easier to get out. I kind of found myself getting out and doing a lot of workouts. Like I used to do loads of workouts with my brother, my younger brother, just in the back garden, pure vanity workouts. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. both of us doing push-ups and arms in the back garden with our tops off thinking we're class-like. But, Absolutely. Because um, just the sun's out and we're just having a good time. But now it's a bit different. So beforehand it probably would have been like you're getting out because the weather was good and you kind of wanted to get out yeah. and it was like almost you weren't on your holidays but no one was too certain what was going on so there was no big decisions made mm-hmm. uh, and I think we actually when we were told we weren't coming back we were on the two-week break with UCD so I kind of didn't really have much to do anyway mm-hmm. um but now it's more so getting out because you have to yeah yeah the, no- the novelty's kind of gone like yeah kinda, yeah, you, yeah you need to and then it's tough when like Remember previously, it would have been like, I don't know, if you're studying throughout the day and then it got to six o'clock, eat something and then it's still bright and you're like, right, I'll go do my runs now. Whereas now it's, I have to get up earlier, yeah, yeah, get all my study done and find time during the day before it gets dark to get out. Mm-hmm. So it's a bit tougher, but it's probably, I don't know, it's probably more, you're motivating yourself a bit more so than just kind of getting out whenever you can. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's a different challenge, but like it's, it's still good, you know. You're getting through it, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned yourself that you had a younger brother doing the weights mm. with him. How is he finding like Because he's in Leaving Street now, so how is he finding that whole experience? Yeah, so um, I have two younger brothers, and 
unfortunately for both of them, one of them was leaving cert last year and oh, then God. another one's leaving cert this year. So last year we kind of, it's, it's almost becoming deja vu now because last year it was, he wasn't sure what was going on, but he, in fairness to him, he'd finished most of the year, most yeah. of the school year. Like in, for him, everyone was saying it was very unfortunate for them and all, but he was saying to me he had most of the course done and he was fairly studious. So he'd most of the course done, he would have been ready to go into an exam almost or to do predicted he didn't mind and then it was predicted and he was happy and that was fine mm-hmm. and then everyone was said it was very tough for them but now again i feel it's almost tougher for my the younger one again because yeah, yeah i think his problem was just the uncertainty so he like he loves coming back and talking to us about all the leaving sort of stuff and <laughs> we have a clue what's going on he doesn't really have a clue what's going on but he uh like he'd come in all the time be like this is the new thing this is this going to be predicted it's not going to be predicted there's a petition for this there's a petition for this um but yeah very stressful like he maybe not might not have been as studious as the rest of us so Uh like him being in school would have been of a huge benefit him being actually in class being able to like get extra help from the teachers i know that in our school anyway in clostown a lot of the course might be finished a few months beforehand and then if you need any extra help or anything in particular apart from just studying the teachers will give a hands-on approach whereas now it's not really the same and they're kind of just doing stuff on zoom ticking the boxes but yeah uh it's very tough for them because i know obviously everyone's influenced by their friends and everyone's influenced by everyone around them so like he might have a very smart friend who's like well i've done really well until now so i might just do predicted grades yeah and obviously that's very enticing for him whereas we've kind of been explaining to him you're probably better off getting into the exam sitting this and mm-hmm. actually applying yourself because I found anyway, and I think like anyone I knew when they were doing the leaving search, if you actually apply yourself and if you do put in the hours, even if you don't think you're doing much, you don't think you're getting that far, you yeah. actually, it is going in. Mm-hmm. Like I remember thinking stuff being like, geez, it's not going in. And then I remember panic trying to like thinking I didn't know quotes and stuff for, for English, let's say, and panic trying to learn them off the night before, almost being like, oh, I don't know this, I don't know this. But then as soon as you go in there, it just comes to you yeah, kind of yeah. and i know other people might not come to you but i feel like in the leaving cert situation because you've done so you're doing so many exams and stuff and everyone's in it together yeah you kind of just it does do well and it kind of pays off like i did better than i thought i would do and i think a lot of my mates did better than they thought they would do mm-hmm. so that's what we're kind of getting him to do even though he's kind of stressed about him and then recently they were, they were told like you can do predicted or leaving yeah. or both so um we're kind of trying to get him to do both at least so he can sit in because he might surprise himself definitely yeah. no the way the, the way it's worked is actually it's been pretty good for the limited students because mm-hmm. they can do either and like the way i'd see it myself is like doing the predicted grades is almost like if you use a rugby analogy it's like having a penalty advantage yeah and then like playing the penalty advantage like going to the yeah, cross yeah. kick is like doing the leaving cert because yeah absolutely all you can we, do is uh, kind of try we were all laughing about it at home because he was basically saying they're making the decision this week and then it'd be always oh no they're making the decision this week <laughs> yeah yeah and then he was like, yeah, so they made a decision. It's either predicted, predicted and said it or said it. And we were like, so they just didn't make a decision. They just <laughs> yeah. gave you all the options. And he was like, oh, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Um, but no, it's good because like, I think it suits everyone. Like, it'd be hard to, like, there'd be arguments on both paths. So like last year, me and, like, me and brother who sat the exam last year, Cole, for him, if he did predict that would have been fine. Whereas if I was to do predicted, I probably would prefer to sit it. Yeah. Because I would have been 
Like I know a lot of people do a lot of their work in the first half of the year where I probably would have been more second half of the year. Mm -hmm. So I would have preferred to sit it and he would have preferred to do predicted. And then this one, Darak, who's doing it now, he's kind of in between. So yeah. it kind of gives that option for everyone, I suppose. Mm -hmm. And they can kind of choose what benefits them most. Yeah, for sure. You know, so I think it is good. It's at least they did made some type of decision, even if it is just give them everything. But yeah, yeah. Uh, it's definitely a good option. Yeah. Not because you're just touching earlier, but like the uncertainty. Because that was really the thing that yeah. was killing them. Like whatever, at least once they know what they have to do, they can kind of work towards it. But now that they have a decision made, they can be like, you know what, all right, at least I have a choice, and I can actually start working for something. Yeah, absolutely. Like he, um, he that was the only thing. Like he'd be, he'd be kind of like very energetic and excited about any type of news about the leader. But it was just the only thing annoying him was just the uncertainty. Do you know what I mean? And I think. Mm -hmm. Whenever they heard stuff from like, <laughs> he took it a bit personal almost. Whenever they like something would be put on the news, let's say, or released by the media or something, yeah. rather than them actually releasing a statement, he kind of was like, they didn't even tell us what are what we're doing or what they're telling us to do or anything. Yeah. Or they were supposed to be in school, I remember, and um, because they had it was, I think they were up to lockdown and they were not supposed to be in schools for two weeks or something like that. And they were supposed to go back on the Monday and just nothing had been notified to them or anything. Yeah. So they were just like, we don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like he wasn't sure on the weekend if he was getting ready to go to school or to do it from home. Yeah, yeah. And for us as well, I think one of the issues for a lot of people doing it from home, like there's four people in my family. My dad works at home. My sister works at home. And then me and my brother in college both working from home. Yeah. And then he is doing six year who also has to work from home as well. Yeah, it's intense. So like, like I have a laptop, my brother... And my sister and my dad has a computer, but I think my dad had to take out his like old laptop that he could use, you know, that kind of way, mm -hmm. for the app to use for the leading search. And whether he had to get that ready for the Monday or not, whether he was setting up his teams or not, you know, it was just, it was just the uncertainty was the only thing that kind of bugged him about it. It wasn't like, I don't think realistically the kind of decision has any effect on him, you know, yeah, apart from yeah. most kind of guide him in the right direction, but I don't think that really matters. It was just the uncertainty of everything. Definitely, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's funny because back in the day for ourselves, like we just knew we were sitting the exam in June. Like, well, at least we didn't have to worry about all that kind of yeah, extra yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. It was just this is this is the only <laughs> thing you have. This is you're gonna do it. Exactly. You can't get out of it. So <laughs> yeah. you're gonna do it, and you need to study for it. So, uh -huh. um, yeah, no, it's definitely different. I <laughs> like I think you don't know, go into school and you're like, right, junior cert, and then as soon as you're done the junior cert, you're like, okay, well leaving cert's coming up do you uh, know what i mean you're like yeah. i'm gonna enjoy fourth year but leaving cert's coming up do you know so mm -hmm. for us it's just a complete you've no way about it you <laughs> yeah. have to do it but for them it's obviously a bit different and then the year next year i don't know what's gonna happen then hopefully things will be more back to normal but yeah oh, i don't know what's gonna happen yeah definitely but uh back in the day when you were in sixth year so or even fifth year as well like what did you kind of do to study because like we kind of knew the leaving cert was going to go ahead so there's a certain like way of studying that everyone yeah. had like what were your what were your tips or what were you doing yourself? Um, I was uh, I don't know I I think I'm quite different like as in I kind of had a bit of an analytical brain like back then I think yeah so I used to like I used to do physics and maths and be okay at them so I used to kind of just lay out almost like not like a checklist but more so like a, it was almost like an equation if I had to do this I have to do this yeah and once I have these done I'm able to attempt this kind of question or I can do this paper. Uh -huh. But I wouldn't, um, I'd be kind of like too proud to almost admit like I need to go to a grind school or I get into, you, yeah, you know, yeah. that kind of way. Because I just, I don't know, it'd be like a lot of money, like a lot of the ones in Dublin anyway at the time, 
like Dublin School of Grounds or if you were to go to the Institute were very expensive. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, like, I know loads of my mates would have gone and I would have been like, oh, like I just, it wasn't even more so that me, it was just like, I don't want to be like to my parents. I'm, now, it's not like I was failing, but I was like, I wouldn't want to go to my parents and be like, I'm not doing well in this and this is an extortionate price. Do you know <laughs> yeah, that kind true, of way? True. So, um, I'd almost be kind of setting myself out these like little study things or whatever. So, for physics example, uh, did you do it? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. 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 So for physics yeah. example, do you know all the um, do you know the way that they can come up as questions? It's like a short question in part of question, but it's like it's actually do out one of the small experiments. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's yeah. like I think there's like twelve or something. Uh huh. You're right. Yeah. So um, what I did then, I like didn't even I didn't even realize this. I thought these were just questions that you had to do, kind of thing that yeah. could come up at any time. But as soon as I realized that there's a pattern and that there's it's only twelve of these that can come up and. Mm-hmm. You can actually write them very succinctly and clearly if you just know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. So like my physics teacher was very good and he was telling us basically you only have to put these this information down exactly. to get your full points. Yeah. And it was literally just line stuff like is in I remember previously attempting the questions I would have been writing like almost a full Paragraph, page or yeah, paragraphs, yeah. you know, whereas in then I just put up it on a page, I had it like in grids, I think I had eight and then turned it over and then four. And it was just small diagram like three lines each of what you get and whenever I put that down on my mocks or anything I get full full marks so it was just kind of little tricks that like it's almost when you're looking at it now I'm like obviously yeah that's such a much more effective way to study and uh it's much like it's so obvious to me now that I'm like obviously I should have just done that yeah instead of like in fifth year I probably wasn't too clued into it and I was just writing anything or thinking okay I think I should write this as soon as you know or given what you know to write like my teacher gave me what I need to write I just put it down in a clear, effective way and it'd be oh, grand yeah, and yeah. it's so much easier to learn and it's easier for the corrector as well because they, know, yeah, they exactly, know what they yeah. want and just want to see like one particular line. Exactly, yeah. Three marks. Like it was for them, like in, my mate uh, worked in dumb school grinds and correcting papers mm-hmm. and he gets given this thing and it's just, it's a few sentences and if these are mentioned, that's a mark, a mark, a mark, you know? So yeah. I was literally only putting down marks. There was no waffle in between, you know? Exactly, um, yeah which I just found so much easier to kind of learn. Another thing I like, I find a lot easier to learn things and it's obviously a lot obvious now and I think it makes a lot of sense, but sorry, I, I find it much easier to learn things when I kind of have, like, had an understanding of them. Mm-hmm. So like if it meant actually sitting down and it might take me an extra 20 minutes to actually learn something yeah, yeah, and understand it rather than like rote learning it out, then I... It was just so much easier to me. Do you exactly. Know? Like w- one of my friends, he, he, I don't know if he understood everything. Now. He's quite smart, but like, is in. He used to just he used to he used to do history, and obviously a lot of essays in history, yeah. and he used to be able to just bang out like twelve essays. Like he just knew them. Like he knew every place the word went, but it was just from route learning them. Uh, yeah. But I think then he was a bit disappointed in how he did because on the day, like if the words a bit differently, and you kind of have to think about that. Whereas if you just understand this in a clear way like if it's communicated to you in a clear way you get understand it you take it in it's yeah. so much easier for you to put that out then do you know uh-huh. no it's like almost like you had like the tools to make to answer a question rather than just like a manual if you know what i mean yeah like, exactly yeah because yeah. like i don't know i found for a lot of my subjects you get told you get given a lot of information Definitely, and yeah. for like a lot of big subjects like i didn't do biology but i know a lot of my friends who do biology like biology english trying to think of other ones that I chemistry, did, like chemistry like, yeah. geography economics like you get given so much information and 
uh, like a lot of it's useful and i think a lot of it's useful for the understanding of the whole subject and the whole topic yeah but you don't really need all of that exactly Do you yeah. know what i mean if you're kind of guided in what you actually need so i did the same for for economics basically what i do with physics like i knew what i needed and geography i, I like i really like geography mm-hmm. and i was okay at it and because like as soon as i understood them i was able to talk about them but like we used to just do these answers and we gave him almost the same question every like four weeks or three weeks or something in school. Yeah. So you gave back to him and he'd correct and he'd give you what he got. But then eventually I was able to see that, okay, well he gave me a point for these five points that I said, whereas this whole paragraph, there's nothing in this. Yeah. yeah. So then I was just looking at that. Well, I don't really need to write about that then. Do you yeah, know that yeah. kind of way? So once you're kind of, you sh- you sift through all the, exactly the stuff you don't need. Yeah. It's just, you put in what you do need and it's just so much easier and so much quicker. Mm-hmm. Like I remember um, like geography, it was just, as soon as the question came up, I was almost buzzing to see it. I, was <laughs> yeah, knew, knew I, was, I knew like, right, I have this because I know exactly what I need to write and what <laughs> I don't need to write. And I don't need to write this in four pages because I can put it all down in two pages and then it's done. There you, go, do you yeah. know. So um, that's the only thing like I felt about the leaving certain people might get a bit overwhelmed when you get the, bombarded almost with information yeah yeah but it's just you just it's just the small things that you actually need to take in that you need to put out uh-huh. you know no like it's funny that you're saying that because i've it's almost like i got you to say that to, for for the podcast oh no no that's literally what this my service is about like it's like yeah, just, yeah. there's so much data if you're going for h1 you need x amount of data if you're going yeah. for h2 you need to know something else exactly what you're saying about physics where it's like one line like one line could be worth three marks then two lines six yeah, and yeah. three marks nine same for geography, like it's just about no, there's so much information given to you. Like once you know what you gotta once you know what you have to know, yeah, it's, it's so much easier. Sounding like, like a sellout here, but no, <laughs> yeah. no, it's actually true, yeah. Like I Yeah, so when you moved into UCD, like because uh, the way the rules work, you have to do freshers instead of going mm. straight to Sigerson. Like uh, I don't know, but I, I found it pretty good myself playing like that fresher that yeah. year. Yeah, I was uh I love freshers. Like I think one thing is that I was saying was that when you come out of the kind of minor with the club and you go into senior that's kind of around fifth year sixth year yeah yeah before you get into college and you you kind of you kind of slowly start to miss kind of playing with the lads in your age group you know Mm -hmm. obviously it's a lot more difficult and it's a lot more challenging which is which is great and like you really like enjoy that challenge but um like when i went up to seniors in our club anyway with kula it was like i think it was myself maybe one other from our age group and then the next guy up old age wise was like two years older than us. Yeah. And then I think after a year after that, still there was no one on, like the year below Jeez. us. So um like once you get into freshers and you're kinda almost it, you're way better off playing freshers than going into six. And I remember thinking going straight into six and I was like, surely just do that like but then playing freshers is it's just so important, I think now that I look back at it now, like everyone should just everyone should play freshers. Yeah, yeah. Even if doesn't matter how bad you are, like or how good you are play with some team exactly because uh i was just class like it was different for us because we live at home but for everyone else like whenever we go off to training or a match that day that there'd always be like 30 lads on the team all living in dublin yeah from wherever around the country mm-hmm. so like you can just go anywhere like someone will have you do you exactly, know what i mean yeah. and everyone's so welcoming because everyone just wanted to have a bit of crack and everyone's together yeah um no i loved it it was savage crack like i remember like we used to like me and Kieran, let's say, because we'd be a bit different. So I remember all years would kind of go back to that all around kind of UCD and then go somewhere. Whereas I'd head home, have a shower and stuff. Yeah. Probably get a lift back in. I might see Kieran on the way at the off license or something. 
mm-hmm. him strolled up to like Glenamina or something. <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, which was just gas, like, but it was savage crack. Yeah, wow. I loved it. I think everyone should do fresh roots in something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what sport or what grade or whatever, but if you do something, exactly, it's yeah. definitely a huge experience that I think everyone should do. And it's class because, like, you're not just saying with the same, like, course, you're kind of even people are different around the country. But what I found mad is like, it almost felt like a club team after like two and a half. Two yeah, weeks. like the slacking that'd be going on. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like it was ridiculous because I didn't. I thought it'd be kind. Of, I thought it'd take longer to be honest, and it was just straight away. Like, yeah, lads, you didn't know. Like, yeah, you, you absolutely ripping. Yeah, like. ripping them like <laughs> had the clue. Like, don't you know much about? Yeah, them, yeah. Like, but, like you didn't um, exist before four weeks ago. Yeah, but like I, I thought like I think it's a terrible thing to say, but like, well, sorry, I won't say the second one, but the first one, like the best way to make friends is through sports. Like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. such like a. You probably don't even think so, but I'd say even if you go back to the friends you have now, like you probably met them in your club or something. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So like, I mean, you'd have some friends in your course, but then like you kind of always see someone from the team. Like even there's lads from the team now. Like I saw um, you know Eddie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I saw of Eddie course. the other day. Uh, not the other day. I saw him a while ago, like out in town, and like I hadn't seen him since. This is in third year now, and I hadn't seen him since like first year you know or yeah, first yeah. half of that year in first year mm-hmm. and i remember seeing him and like having a real good chat with him you know uh-huh. out one night and it was just mad like because even though you've only met each other and only with each other for a long time you kind of just have a bit of a bond like yeah know? yeah and it's, it's kind of weird it's hard to put into words like yeah no i know exactly what you mean man uh it's hard to put into words for sure but it's definitely there i kind of skipped past this whole stage but um like when you were in let's say fifth and sixth year you would have been playing like under 16s maybe minors for dublin how would you find like the whole like balancing act between playing like decent level gay football and then studying and all that kind of thing? Uh, yeah, so I I probably I didn't really play for Dublin underage and then I got called up at under seventeen, so I would have been kind of end of fourth year going into fifth year. Oh no, sorry, yeah, seventeen, yeah, going, end of fourth year going into fifth year, and it was just because uh, Flat was injured, a friend of mine named Flatman, um, and they need some, so I went up for a match and it wasn't even that great to be honest, but kept me on for the year. And then there was trials, so I can remember it so vividly because there was trials for, um, there was trials for the miners, and I was sick, so I okay. couldn't go. And I was like, "Fuck it, like <laughs> I won't get on." And I remember thinking, "This is the biggest thing in the world, like yeah, yeah. can't play for the miners, won't get on because I was sick." And I was going to the pre debs. Uh-huh. So like my school, <laughs> the way we do pre debs is like we all meet um in Montrose, get on these buses, and they head down to like Mead or somewhere Dundalk or something, and yeah. Uh, we have a night out there and I remember going uh, from the pre-drinks on the way to the buses in fifth year and I got a call from uh, I can't remember now exactly if it was my I think it was my dad because I think because I was still so young like I think yeah. they got the text oh yeah do you yeah, know course, what the yeah. Like? Thing, yeah so I think they got the text and um, he was like oh yeah you made it and I was like half jarred and I was like Unbelievable! Like I was buzzing, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. um, I actually didn't find it too bad. That I it was tough because, like, obviously it might be the same down the country, but for us, it's like, obviously I live on the south side of Dublin, kind of far south side. Yeah, and all our trainers would have been in kind of like Ballymun, okay, DCU, like. So, um, like we used to, there was four people from my school who were on the minors. So okay. me, Tom McGee, Mark Tracy, now and Joyce, and. We just used to carpool, so the teachers would have a bit of an understanding. So as long as we had a note, so we used to go sit into study 
probably for about study was about two and a half hours long so we used to sit in for about an hour and a half maybe yeah yeah and uh, show them out we'll head out and then one of our dads would have been there like this before any of us could drive around and yeah, so of course, yeah. one of our dads would have been there to um to bring us out to train yeah. and then we come back and i found it all right like i kind of found that um it, when you kind of like not under pressure but like when i had like a certain amount of time before i had trained to do my work and then once i got home from training because training let's say went on to eight travel all the way home you'd be wrecked yeah yeah, yeah eat something and go to bed so um i kind of found a way to kind of just be a bit more efficient with my time like you know so mm-hmm. i wouldn't be faffing around at the start of yeah, yeah at the yeah. start of um study I'd just get into my work and get as much either homework or study done as i can and then on days that i wasn't training and in study i'd, I'd get a lot done do you know yeah. so it was just kind of balancing it was just a bit of time management it wasn't even major like writing up these big schedules or micromanaging every single minute it was yeah. just like i need to have this done uh-huh. this amount of time and i'm gonna get it done kind of thing yeah. you know and like naturally just happened like yeah know, yeah exactly yeah and then that finished then we went into sixth year and i was quite happy with my season at minor so like yeah. i was happy with the position i was but um went into sixth year and i remember it was under 20s now so i got asked to come up to the trains or whatever and i kind of had in the back of my mind i was like just me personally i was like because i was kind of under 20s was starting i still had another year at under 20s yeah um and cool a senior was just starting i was just kind of breaking into that as well yeah i was just i made the decision i was like i actually think i'm just gonna just focus on the club and uh in school because Obviously, you're playing football in school, playing football in the club, and then to do Dublin on top of that. The only thing about the Dublin was that just traveling, it was yeah, travel time, you know? So I just kind of prioritized what I thought was good for me at that moment in time, yeah. which definitely I have no regrets about because I had a great year for both school. I was still able to study, be on, like, in the school and do study yeah, yeah. and play on the weekends or in the evening times with my club. Uh-huh. Um, and it was just something that I didn't have to worry about Kind of trekking out to to Bally yeah. or something. Do you know what I mean? Um, just what I chose to do, and it worked well for me. You know, I had a great time, and the following year, then I was asked to play, and it was almost nothing happened. You know, so I was able to come back into it. But I I found this like I think a lot of people I find anyway that play sports, uh, especially around the leading time, and like whenever you're on for job interviews and stuff or whatever it is and everyone talks about time management yeah you know and it's like it's a big thing if you can manage your time well i found whenever i went when i went for my ad Astra interview for example um i spoke about my time management with they were like you need time management well if you're playing with college blah blah, blah. how have you ever done that blah, blah blah and i was just you kind of only realize once yeah. you actually talk about it but yeah. if you're playing sports at a relatively high level even not a high level if you're applying yourself to another activity yeah. three times a week for an hour and a half or whatever it is, plus any extra work you're doing. Yeah. And also studying at the same time. Yeah. Like you are managing your time well. Do you know what I mean? And if you think you're procrastinating and stuff, if you're still getting your work done and you're still and it's not affecting, yeah. You know, you're still able to play, you're still able to train, you're still able to study, you're still able to make all your classes, do all your homework. You're doing that, yeah. You're you are managing your time, do you know what I mean? And even like I found that I didn't get time to let's say study a certain subject so this is out of homework time yeah yeah if i just applied myself to doing my homework properly and well mm-hmm. 
that's study in itself do you know what i mean like they don't yeah. give it to you for no reason you exactly know? yeah yeah um so yeah i thought it was, it was okay like it didn't really bother me that much i was only realized when i had to put into words i actually was kind of managing my time you know it's like because if you're always managing your time you don't really feel like you're time managing because you're just you're just doing it like exactly you know I mean? yes yeah. it just kind of comes second nature to you it's not like it's not like it's a chore or you're writing out schedules it's just yeah you understand that you have two commitments like i know for me it was like sports was a huge part of my life game football was a huge part of my life school was obviously a huge part of my life and then there was a social aspect which, yeah 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 just like social aspect which is just like an escape from all that which was also a massive part so like when you are when you're doing all three of them it's not like it's a chore do you know what i mean you're just yeah. doing them and you are managing time well and you're doing it efficiently you know exactly yeah and uh, you touched on the jet a good year at minors like you managed to make the minor team of the year fullback mm. and all uh how did and you then you had a chance to go and do trials in the afl oh yeah uh, how did you find that whole experience because there's like there's not a man who would manage to get a chance to head off the Oz for a few weeks yeah so that was actually really funny for me because we uh we had a what was it our mocks were like coming up basically and uh i got asked so i got asked to go to this combine in dublin which is a new city yeah and um you just kind of you stay in a hotel for two nights and then they take you out for no one night sorry but you did training one day and then you came the next day again and you did training again and then they asked certain people i think they actually what happened they actually asked three lads to go over so to this camp in uh, america oh yeah i okay. wasn't actually asked and um i basically was like fine that's grand whatever uh kept playing with my school yeah and i remember after one of my school matches this this guy came up to me and was like um hi Potter, uh i'm can't remember his name there but he was yeah. like i'm whatever john doe and was like no, I'm with, and he pointed at this crest on his jacket, and I didn't know who that was. It was an <laughs> yeah. AFL team. I think it was Collingwood or something. Okay. And I was like, all right, yeah, yeah, but I, I had a clue who it was. And um, he was just like, oh, the three lads are going, you know, going or something. I was like, oh, I don't know, I'm not sure. And then some other lad from Ozzy contacted me. And then eventually, I just, they, the people who got asked, the three lads, they asked me then as well. So nice, I nice. went over as well. So we went on this, like, um, like this training camp in we went to uh florida oh, okay yeah. yeah so it's i'm gonna get wrong it's either img or igm i think it's img academy yeah in yeah florida and it's like this sports high school basically it's deadly facilities they oh, have yeah. like this huge like gatorade testing facilities where they like they do any type of testing yeah. on sports science that you can think of like and they also have like huge pitches and stuff so basically we joined like this it's essentially like a development squad for the whole of australia Odds rules. Ah, okay. So yeah, they get yeah. the best lads their age and they kind of just train them up so that they become good AFL players. Yeah. So we just joined them for a week. Um I was oh, wait, and is that development squad? That's just Americans and Irish lads in America. Oh no, sorry, sorry. It was um Aussies as well. It, sorry, did I say Americans? Yeah. Sorry, right. I meant to say sorry. Uh, it's like it's it's like they have a development squad for Aussie rules in Australia. Okay. So it's like do you know the way when like for us if you're playing with Dublin, like you have some Kula, Croaks, yeah, Ballymun, Vincent's, whatever. Yeah. It was the exact same, but from the whole country. Okay. So yeah. they had about 30 or so lads from all four corners of Australia. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So they, they are all part of this like academy thing that they have that they kind of just use to kind of train them up. Okay. It's like a pool and, player. Pool. Yeah. Okay. And basically, essentially all of them will get drafted. Yeah. You know, not, it's not guaranteed, but like most of them will. Yeah so we just join them so they do it every year anyway they do a week in florida and then they do a week in la ah that's class yeah, yeah so we just join them 
excuse me for the week in Florida and um, it's classic. We got to train with them, do testing with them stuff. Excuse me, and do like all these all these like Aussie Rules scouts are there. Uh-huh. So like we do interviews. So like there was one day in the cafeteria where there's like loads of boots or whatever, and um you literally it was outlined where you're gonna go. So you did an interview with Collingwood, and then you yeah. might have gone to the Brisbane Lions. Right. Okay. Do you know what I mean? And then you might have gone somewhere else. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was just you just did all kind of interviews after each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is cool. Like it was it was a good experience. I wasn't that into it mm-hmm. you know um the three other lads were a bit more into it than i was Um, they're all over there now they've actually oh. got signed contracts and stuff that's mad yeah uh, but i like i wouldn't i don't know i just it's gonna sound real like cheesy or something but i just i love gaelic football you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? and yeah, it, yeah. Just, it wasn't gaelic, it wasn't gaelic football do you yeah. know that kind of way like i i never loved like i never even loved the idea like when i was younger of like like i never had this really in my mind like I want to play for Goodman. I was always just, I want to play Gaelic football and I want to have a good time playing Gaelic football. Yeah. Um. So, it just wasn't the same. Mm-hmm. I thought I just couldn't recreate the... The buzz. Yeah, so like, I, I just wasn't that into it. And the lads were, which were fair play to them, like, and they all got over there. It's, my other it's, um, James Madden. Okay. From, yeah, from yeah. Bowden. Obviously, he's with Brisbane Lions. Mm-hmm. And then, Anton Tohill from up north and Martin. Right. Yeah. yeah, so two of them, they're with, um, they're with Conwood. Mm-hmm. yeah they were Collingwood so um and James with Brisbane but like it was three of them me and yeah I just wasn't into it like we had to come back and do a few training sessions in um Dublin yeah yeah like a few AFL that were filmed and then sent to scouts and stuff I only went to a few just wasn't really that into it so it was all right like you know yeah yeah, yeah. kind of was just happy I was just happy playing football fair enough it sounds so simple like but yeah that's yeah. how I felt you know it's funny because there's some lads like would say the Conor McKenna from Tyrone mm-hmm. I went down and did it it seems like he prefers the football now he's gone back. Like, yeah, it's I'm not gonna say it'd be a good experience, but at least you knew what you wanted. Like, and you, yeah, it, yeah, I think, yeah, I, I like, I never thought like I'd have think that way about it. So, yeah, like, I was yeah. kind of just like, I'll give a rattle, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just, I don't know, I just obviously it was incredible and it was professional, like the facilities they had and sport they had was incredible, and even the mindset, like, some of the coaches and stuff had was really yeah. class but um yeah i just wasn't really into it so sure. yeah so came back yeah the dubs are happy that anyway, so yeah hopefully yeah <laughs> definitely yeah but i uh, so you managed to make your debut i'm kind of skipping a few age groups now but you managed to make your debut in what 2019 against tyrone yeah uh, what was that experience like because you, you said you just kind of wanted to play football as you're growing up but yeah I'm sure, as you you said even in at minors it was like the biggest deal in the world if you made it yeah yeah so. so uh yeah that was funny funny summer for me because i I uh, so I was playing basically with the seniors and with the twenties. Yeah, so yeah. I, I remember there was a twenties training session on a Thursday, and I got asked. No, I didn't. I don't think I did it or something because I just got a bit of a knock or something on my foot. It was something real minimal, but they were just like, "Look, um, just step out. Like we don't need. Like you've been training. We don't need you to train this yeah. session. So like I could have trained, but they were just like, "It's fine." uh looking back now luckily i didn't because that evening then i got a call being like will you come up for a practice match with us tomorrow with seniors so i went up to that uh did fine like did okay and then we played calvin then the next week in a practice match in the 20s or uh, with seniors seniors again yeah uh they asked again i was like did fine like i you know and then then they asked me up so i was with them for the championship then nice um but i was 
like because I'm on both teams and you know the road that if you play a championship match you can't play with the 20s then oh yeah yeah so like i play matches with the 20s kind of train on odd times with them maybe the training before the match yeah but then I'd be training with seniors as well um and then yeah so that was just mad like there was a lot of times I would be up in DC almost five days a week maybe not training five days a week but I'd be up there yeah you know? yeah uh, but yeah, so the debut it was we actually played Cork with the twenties in the All Ireland final on yeah. the Saturday, and we lost. And I remember, obviously, I was devastated. The lads were devastated, and then we we're like, right, we'll get over it. We'll just go out. Do you know that kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. But I got a text on the bus just before I got onto the bus. I think coming home from gym, and he was like, um, "Commiserations, this happened to one of our bus. I have a place for you tomorrow." If you want to try to get over it and if you want to come out and he was completely like it's up to you do you know what i mean mm-hmm. and then i said yeah i wasn't sure to be honest i was very i was Did very you? confused because yeah. i was like i'm very sad and i just want to go out but uh-huh. obviously this would be massive so i was just like yeah look i'll give you a ring in like an hour or so once we get off the bus and i'll let you know um and then i texted a few people so i think i texted like like I think I might text with my sister and then I text one of the lads and then I think I text like Con or someone's asking what they would thought. Yeah. Um and I just decided then to play it. So I didn't go out that night. But when I rang Jim, he was saying about him, he was like, Look, obviously you're devastated, that's fine. But if you want to come out tomorrow and um, we get your game time and you know, bring your gear, or whatever, I'm sure the lads will be out, you can just meet them after. So yeah. that was Grant. So I went to the Tyrell match. Um yeah, it was class. I like I don't know, like, it, it was mad because we're all the way up and around and the support was still unbelievable, you yeah. know? It was just such a surreal experience. And obviously at the 20s games, like, at the 20s games, there'd be crowds, but not as, like, not that big. And then when you're in the crowds looking at games, I feel like you don't think it's that big almost because you're, you're in it. Like, yeah, but when yeah. you're on the pitch looking at it, it's massive, like. Okay. And it was class, it was unbelievable. Like, the support was amazing. But, um, yeah, like, uh, I wasn't even expecting to get game time. It was kind of just, there like i was yeah. happy to be part of the panel and then came on and uh i was delighted yeah i was buzzing i was so happy then after i was i like, can't even believe that i was thinking of not coming you know that yeah, kind of yeah. um but yeah no i was delighted um very appreciative that he even offered me to come on you know especially after yeah. i played the day before and um, were you wrecked playing the game or like uh, or yeah. was just the buzz kept you going about um I would say, I, like, I only came on for, like, I think it was, like, 10, 15 minutes or something. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was probably grand, but also, in the final, I got a black card okay, with, yeah. like, 10 ah, minutes to go. Tactical so I didn't, break for I didn't get the full yeah. game. I'd say if you put them both together, I got a full match. Right, you know? Okay, over the weekend. Um, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I was grand, yeah, but it was good. And then got the bus home, and then I met the 20s lads that night. So, um, no, it was class experience. And then I think that really stuck to me then because when we went to training for the next few weeks coming up to the final, uh, same final and final um, and I made it on the panel for the first match yeah so I made it onto the panel for the first game but one of the things they were saying they were like look we know that we can rely on you kind of thing because you came in the day after the run, yeah. after losing to Cork which just shows a bit of um, resilience like so um, mm-hmm. I wasn't even thinking about that I was just like well I'll get over it they said yeah. I'll get over it but they were like yeah so um, then I came in and I was part of the panel then for the first match so um, it was something that I'll always remember like do you know what I mean like because yeah. especially because it's such a it's the end of my underage career with Dublin losing and then the next day was more of a high than a low do you know so yeah. um no it was class it was unreal, yeah. absolutely 
Alice Mack is like he came in. Like I remember I was watching or I was looking at the team fixtures for All Ireland and I'd seen that you made your debut like a few weeks beforehand. I was like, Oh, Patter's in with the squad. Mm. Next to him there watching like the game and I see you like warming up for the All Ireland yeah, yeah. like the five in a row. It's like, geez, that didn't come out of nowhere clearly, but it was like that's a bit of a step up, like Yeah, it? no, it's real. Like I like we had trained we we're training hard, like so the after the Tyrone game the we played Mayo a week later. Mm-hmm. So Mayo's only literally a week later. So there wasn't much training that week, like tough training you know yeah um but then the three weeks after that so three weeks which was tough training game matches and stuff and i was doing okay it was just i think it was more so i was just applying myself because like nothing else really you know 20s was finished it was just this is it so yeah. all my eggs in that basket and i was applying myself as much as i could uh, and i just was doing okay in training you know it wasn't like i was i mean i think when people look at teams who are doing well football any sport and they're like geez they're spectacular i wonder what they're doing like but yeah. if you just kind of do the basics right like you you'll do well do you know that kind of way uh-huh. it's not like there's some secret formula or some secret juice it's literally just do the right thing yeah do you know yeah. what i mean and mm-hmm. um, tried to do that as much as i could and yeah i was delighted like they got brought in the training session before being like we're going to put you on the panel so um couldn't tell anyone really <laughs> i remember i almost didn't tell my mom because i thought my mom she'd tell everyone <laughs> yeah of course but i had yeah, to yeah. tell her obviously um, but yeah, no, I was delighted, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I remember seeing an interview with Fenton afterwards, and like, I think mm. it was for like the All Stars, mm. and they're like chatting, they're like kind of chatting a bit of shit about him, they're saying like how that they, they heard about Powder or Kofa Burnmark in the <laughs> train, and, and he's uh, Brian Fenton gave you a fair old uh, write up on here, that's for sure. Oh, I don't know, yeah, yeah he's I don't know what he'd be saying, you know, what truth in that, yeah, but um, no, nah, he's a bloke, yeah, that was kind of like obviously if you're looking at people you're watching on tv and you're like of course, yeah. obviously they're people I look up to and they're unbelievable so for the chance to actually compete with them was just took that every chance i could you know what i mean if, if i had any type of chance to get a centimeter over them or anything like that uh yeah. i took it so um but it was something that he he thought was great as well you know anyone coming up giving him a challenge Don't only pushes him on to get better you know what absolutely I mean? uh same with me so uh no, nah, it was, I don't know, yeah, it was kind of funny because, like, different age groups and stuff, and he's a lot older, but because we were both in the field, we kind of know what, same thing, yeah. we're pushing each other into matches or whatever, and um, hopefully we'll be able to do it again soon now, but... Um, For sure, yeah. But I yeah. I always find it mad because, like, it was like you kind of catapult yourself in, like, like near the end of the season, where, like, some of the lads, like, like Cluxon or Kieran Kenny or even Jim themselves, like, they'd have been there for, like, five or six years at it, and like you kind of came in like fresh faced into it like three or four weeks before the 500 row all Ireland. Like, yeah, like, yeah, you... yeah. I am, um, yeah, I think that was mad because I like I wasn't asked, so obviously the league, and then after the league, they bring people up for championship. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't there for the league, wasn't even sniffed after the league. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. No side of it. And then when I got asked the thing, obviously took it, tried everything as best I could, whatever. And then I think the first thing that was actually like your part of the panel was um I remember studying for it was coming up to exam time. So this mm-hmm. is why it was like I remember being like so confused and stuff. So it was like yeah. exam time at UCD and um it was exam time at UCD and we uh there was like I got added to this group, but do you know after you get added to a group on WhatsApp, you can't see anything before. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. So I got added to this group and then it was like these are the arrangements for tomorrow. For the camp on the weekend <laughs> and i was just like looking at like 
apply to me? Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, what is this like kind of thing? Yeah. I was literally in Quinnbuild and UCD studying, and then <laughs> I called uh, Shanahan, and he was like, oh, yeah, no, we want you there. Obviously, you're part of the panel now, blah, blah. So then the first thing I was at was like a train bombing camp thing we had. So like straight into it, you know, that kind of way. Uh-huh. Um, but one thing that took me back was like, showed up a train and even this is the first training match. This wasn't even a, you're on the panel now. It was just, yeah, here's your shot. Like try to take it kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, came to the dressing room before I even sat down, like people come up to me, hi, my name's Dean. How are you? Mm-hmm. Uh, best of luck kind of thing. Yeah. You know, and, and like, obviously I don't I know who you are. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> It was just surreal. like they're all very like I don't know. It's such a cringy kind of cliche thing, but like everyone's so humble, and it's like anyone that can like if they're there and if they're there for a reason to kind of push you on, they accept that. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's just another challenge. Like so, um, that's what I felt anyway. I was like, there's no kind of doesn't matter what age they were. It was like You're I was part of, I'm part of the team and there for a reason kind of thing. So they exactly yeah. everyone's welcome that you know. Uh huh. And so, who, how many other people would be there from Kula? So, yourself and Con, anyway. And uh, so, there would have been a few from like Sigerson team as well, I'm guessing. Yeah, so, so it'd be um, obviously everyone else, Con Con and Michael Simons. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Connor Mullally is part of it as well. Yeah. Uh, he was in UCD as well. And then Mark Shute was there a few years ago as well. Mm-hmm. So, it'd be two of them. Mark's not there at the moment. He's mainly hurling now. He was there in 20, 2017, maybe he was there. Okay. I'm not exactly sure, but him. Uh, Connor was there last year. He just got a bit injured. Uh, well, dear, I was there. Sorry, he was. I think he was injured, so he wasn't picked for championship. But he's back in now. He's been with them for years now. He's with them again now. Um, uh-huh. so it's just the four of us for this year anyway. Last year it was just three of them. I wasn't there, but this this year it's the four of us. Um, so yeah, it's just us. Um, hopefully there'll be more now in the future. For but, sure, yeah, definitely. I don't know, yeah. Uh-huh. And uh. So you like you're play, clearly playing midfielder these days, but when you broke on to the minor scene, you were mm. like a fullback. And I remember when you came into the, like into the college scene, you were a midfielder. So where did that like transition or what changed? Yeah. Like so, you know, like, the transition I took to midfield was very ungraceful. It was very <laughs> uh, I, I had a bit of growth spurt in like fifth year, maybe yeah, fourth, f- fourth Fionn, fifth year. Fionn constantly goes on about that as well. As yeah, like, yeah. I I think I think when I came into I can't remember now exactly. I remember it so specifically where I was and what. But I can't remember what year it was. So it was either coming into fourth year or coming into fifth year. I think it was fifth year. But uh walked into English class and my teacher was like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> the size you're like. Um so I just had a big growth spurt and the teachers were just like our coaches were fairly <laughs> traditional and were just like, You're big, we'll put you in midfield <laughs> and we're just gonna kick all our kickouts to you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. I did that and um I think then when I came up to Kula they were basically like did the same thing and i just that's <laughs> where i was since. that's like, where yeah. i was since basically yeah um i tried playing full back there recently and lost a bit of it <laughs> yeah. like I, was, I was very comfortable playing full back back then but mm-hmm. uh now i i don't think i'll be able for it like, i <laughs> really? feel like i'm very much in the field my position now or around there anyway mm-hmm. you know but uh, i don't know i was like because i used to play full back all age groups, you know, what I mean, all the way up until fifth year with school, so until the twenties. But like at minor, I was full back. Everywhere up until then, I was full back, and then it was just like the odd time. Like there was kind of little hints of it. So like, I remember when I was in first year. So in first year, Clashon, um, like I was okay. 
and we had like three teams or something. Yeah. So if the, like sometimes we play blitzes against like Benil and three teams or something like that. Yeah. So everything's just completely split. It's not even about how good you are or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, like a lot of the lads were just get, trying to get there off school. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> That's true. Uh, yeah, yeah. So like then I might have been trying to midfield, or I remember there was one or two of my because I was big um a minor with the club. Like there was sometimes that I might do the troll up or something. Yeah, yeah. So I'd win the troll up and we'd go from there, and then I'd eventually get back like to full back. Yeah. But do the troll up or something, might play ten minutes there and then switch. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's very much school. You're big. We hit you big out. <laughs> I haven't gone back since really. Works all right, yeah. Because there's some difference in like even just fitness wise. If you're playing full back for five years in the midfield, like oh massive. <laughs> I remember thinking like, <laughs> it's funny now because if you look back at any of our minor games with Dublin, like I used to have like one or two like big. Surges, Ghost button yeah. runs and like I make it up the pitch. Like I might do it twice in a match, but then I'm like, that's enough. Like, you know what I mean? like <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm happy to be with my man here, but running up the pitch twice can't do. Whereas now it's like you're just always moving, John. Uh-huh, yeah. Always moving. Um, and I don't even feel like I wasn't even unfit back then, and I'm not even like I'm majorly more fit now. But it's just like it's a different type of fitness, Absolutely, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like I feel like that you're like you have to be so mentally tuned at fullback to be like focus on your man and his movement is your movement basically almost yeah. um or in the field you kind of have a bit more of a free round world you know mm-hmm. uh but i do notice that i'm very much a, like a defensive midfield not <laughs> not intentionally but like i just i'm very conscious of kind of the back yeah and it's just because i played full yeah. back for so long but mm-hmm. i'm very conscious of kind of like either getting back or yeah yeah or defending or i like i would say still that like the best part of the game would be probably around why when I was fullback, so probably like around tackling or something, or kind of trying to read the play more yeah. so than like I don't know kicking the ball or fielding the ball or whatever it is. And um, I'd always kind of lean on those aspects more yeah. so. So I'm very much, I would say I'm very much mid uh, fullback playing midfield. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Rather than a midfielder who used to play fullback. Yeah, that's a good. That's actually a good way of putting it. Yeah, because it's normally like we'll say the midfielder, like maybe when they're growing up, but always mm. played maybe centre forward or centre yeah, back or yeah. midfield, so they'd be kind of used to. And especially playing midfield now, like you'd be kind of used to going up for the scores. But yeah, yeah. If you're a fullback, I guess you're not really. Yeah, I'm very much the opposite. Like, I, I, and it's just not. It's it's just like completely wired in me that I need to be conscious defensively. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I wouldn't. I don't know. I like. I, I won't be the one scoring these big flashy scores, but I, I might throw in a tackle. You know, if two tackles from so, uh-huh. which I think is equally as important. <laughs> yeah, but, of course, of course, I'll say that now. But um, if but, they yeah. don't, yeah. Yeah, so like, what kind of testing would they be doing with Dublin now in terms of like fitness wise? Because you know that have a like, way to gauge yourselves. Yeah, I, I feel like I don't know. I feel like there's always kind of a new method testing every two, three years. Yeah. Or so, uh, like Bronco testing is the kind of big one at the moment. Mm-hmm. So we've been doing Bronco testing. Yeah. Uh, which I think is the worst thing ever. <laughs> yeah, it's essentially just suicide, just a better name for it. Yeah, literally, yeah, it's suicide runs, but it's just the worst thing ever, and um, I hate them. <laughs> I think, sorry actually everyone hates them I don't think anyone likes them but um, that's the test that everyone kind of doing at the moment and so there was a while there I remember probably not yourself in the first lockdown where like 5k everyone was doing 5k's ridiculous like, it was just like this is now a thing that yeah. it's just this is the only way to test your fitness how good are you <laughs> in a 5k which I thought was ridiculous absolutely I yeah. did a I did a 5k phone on my phone and it was like my first ever 5k and the state of me after like <laughs> I was in bits like oh my god yeah yeah like in this heat and just like I'd never really done one and I was kind of like oh, I should be fine like mm-hmm. and I went down oh some bits yeah yeah it's it's funny because like you, I can't remember what it was for like it was like you tag three people and then you, everyone else was yeah. 5k 
And I remember I'd be seeing these times, so I wasn't tagged for like the first day or two. And there's lads coming in with like 21 minutes. Yeah, or 20 and ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, so if he can do that, sure, I'll, I'll yeah, do that yeah. for myself. I remember going out, I was like, oh, fuck me. Like, this is not good at yeah, all. Yeah, it becomes such a cynic as well when you see these times, you're like, ah, he's definitely positive. He's yeah, definitely yeah. positive and walking Has a bit. You know what I mean? It has to be like. <laughs> One, one of the lads I tagged him as well because I, I knew I knew he wasn't going to be too happy when I tagged him. Yeah, yeah. And he said he had to stop it like three times, and he ended up getting like thirty-two minutes. Really? Yeah. And he's one of the only people I've ever seen put up thirty-two minutes. Yeah, like, not. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's going nuts over this. Uh, <laughs> over this girl from somewhere who put up like a. It was like five k time in like nineteen minutes or like seventeen <laughs> minutes or something like that. It was Jesus. something ridiculous, and everyone was like, "Yeah, I'm sure she's doing that." Very honestly, like doing. You know, <laughs> That's like re- world record for exactly. okay time, and um, but like we had to do that, and then that was kind of testing that we were given them uh, as well with the club anyway. It's like do a five k and whatever you can, mm-hmm. but um, I don't know. Yeah, Bronco testing at the moment, it's always kind of something like that, you know. Bronco yo yo, uh, something. Yeah, you yeah, know, they kind of change it up a bit. They're all, but they're all very similar, but uh-huh. a bit different. The, the good thing about the Bronco, at least, though, is that, like, you know it's done after, like, uh, about four and a half yeah. to five and a half minutes, like, yeah, yeah. somewhere around there. Yeah, it feels so like, long when you're doing it, but yeah, it's yeah. actually only, like, four minutes to run uh, it, which is mad. Like. The yo-yo is just an absolute nightmare. It's just literally, like, there's no end in sight, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yo-yo testings. I actually, honestly, I, I kind of got away a bit with, uh, like, yo-yo testings and stuff because um, like I'm, I'm quite tall, so, like, I was able to kind of get my leg out and make the line. So oh, okay, yeah, yeah. If you're turning. yeah. So I was always kind of able to do that. I'm thinking maybe if, like, let's say someone took eight strides and I take, like, six maybe, let's say. Yeah, yeah. It's very minimal, but, like, I found, like, it definitely helped me a bit in, like, yo-yo testings where it's a bit short distance, like. Mm. But the big, long ones where you're just Broncos, where you're, you're wrecked. Like, so. Absolutely, yeah. Mm. Jesus, disgusting about it. But it's funny with those yo-yos, like, I remember I managed to get out one of them back in the day because, like, we had a hurling semi-final. Yeah, yeah. And I remember, like, it was me and three other lads, and it was like the biggest thing of the entire trip. Not yeah. after the yo-yo. Like, yeah, yeah. You think that you like take? We had like Sean Boyden used to coach Mead. Yeah, yeah. And like it was more of a rush that we didn't have to do the yo-yo. Yeah, that I think doing that. I, like, I know. You know that it's so classic. Like most fitness tests that are, aren't like Bronco based, like ones that you drop out after a time. Yeah. Uh, first time I ever did the yo-yo. No, yeah, yo-yo test was like this testing with like under seventeen. So it was something really young anyway, and. uh roasting day and we went out doing the yo-yo i was the first to drop out but like it was literally like i was like looking and nobody dropped out and i was like Fuck. i was like you know what? i can't go any further i'm not really making the line yeah i'm done because i know i'm done so i dropped out and then as soon as i dropped <laughs> like, like half the panel. six people are gone the next one another 10 people are gone you know uh, what I mean? it's just like everyone just doesn't want to be that one person exactly yeah yeah he took him for the team you're a leader yeah, you yeah exactly yeah that's what i did this. i could have gone longer if i wanted but, yeah you just knew other lads yeah, were struggling other lads were struggling Exactly. Team. <laughs> it's because I remember we'd be doing like we'd have like the GPS on ourselves mm-hmm. and they'd have like they'd have like the like total distance run. Yeah. And every now and again you'd be like, Jesus, he managed to do that. But then have like the power plays and you'd it's funny because like when you look at the power plays, it's like you can kind of tell who's had a better game based on them yeah, rather than yeah. the length of the distance or like, running. Do you know the um like your high speed running? Yeah. So we get your total yeah. distance and then your high speed running, it's like you know, you could be walking around all day, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, they're funny. Like I always found that, like, uh, I remember looking at GPS games after games and being like, "Wasn't that great in the game or something?" Or I was, geez, I felt like I was good there. Mm-hmm. And looking and being like, but like not being that tired. So I remember after games that I didn't do well, being like, "Geez, I'm a wreck. Like I didn't do well there." But it just shows it was all mental because like I'd look at my GPS and be like, 
around like 8k 9k or something mm-hmm. and then there'd be a match where i was like Jeez, i felt like i was on fire there yeah and i had like 13k in it you know Dude, what i mean it's mad, it was yeah. just like it's completely in your mental state of mind like how well you're actually doing and i think that just applies itself to gps and stuff like i'd be running and your power plays and your distance stuff that you don't even think of yeah you know i mean like, i always forget about the gps when i have it in just keep going like mm-hmm. you know but yeah and it's, it's weird because like you'd nearly think that by kind of focusing on the gps you'd run further but it's more like you're yeah. just like enjoying the game and you're yeah. working hard naturally yeah you kind of like it's kind of same with anything like if, if you're not really focused on on the objective at hand like you're not gonna complete that objective do you know what i mean so like mm-hmm. if you're thinking of your gps score if you're thinking of how you're looking on the pitch or if you're thinking uh, of something else do you know what i mean it, like, no, it's, it's gas like there's, there's one lad that i know that because he did they measure the impacts as well so oh yeah, you'd always know you'd notice him in like the warm up. They're absolutely smashing lads, really, yeah. Milling lads to get his thing up. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's class. It's funny, right? Yeah, but then then the chap found out you to be going at a certain pace for it to count. Yeah, so yeah. They're milling lads for no reason. Yeah, he's only I jogging. To, I know. I also won't name them, but um, if you had the GPS on, like, you know, when you're doing your warm up. Yeah, yeah. So when you're doing your warm up, and let's say you run like twenty meters and then back. Yeah. We do the run out to twenty meters and he'd always just do like an extra ten or something. You okay. just run an extra five or ten <laughs> meters and then jog back and then he was do it again. Like uh-huh. so he's obviously getting it's just the little things but like you're like oh, it's like you don't need just do the warm normally. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you don't even need the extra thing. Like you're good like do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. You got it, but, yeah. yeah. It's funny all those little things are right. But because I think people focus on GPS because like you can actually measure where you it's kinda hard to measure like how good ten passes were. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas yeah, you can measure yeah. how quick you are. So Yeah, right. yeah. Or like I'm trying to think now. Oh, we we had like momentum and stuff. So, um, or not? We had like the the work rate basically. I think you can. I don't know how they do it to be honest, but you can somehow calculate your like your work rate and yeah. how fast everyone's moving and stuff. And like if you were looking at the charts, one thing we looked at was we split it into quarters. So, both quarters in the first half, both in the second half. And if they correlated with our momentum, so our momentum would be like you'd go up in momentum with a score or a block or yeah. a tackle or something, but you drop with the miss pass or a drop short uh, or something yeah. like that. Um, and if that correlated with the work rate, like it, oftentimes it did, if we were going low in momentum, weren't playing well, yeah. our work rate would be so low. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Whereas then if we were doing well or even plateauing, it was like our work rate was high. Okay. Or if you could see it, an increase in work rate and then the increase in like positive plays, like, you know? Yeah. Jeez, that's interesting, right? For mm-hmm. sure. And like, how much of like an impact would say the the data analyst would have in your games? Like, would like would you be getting stuff at halftime saying we're not doing X and Y, or how would it work? Like, um, or would it focus on even? Yeah, kind of. Like, I, I think in game it's very much like on the technical side of things. Yeah. So, um, it wouldn't be more like it wouldn't be much of the GPS stuff. It'd be more of kind of negative turnovers, positive turnovers, mm-hmm. um, you know, positive plays, negative plays, power plays, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but it wouldn't be much like someone come in, we've had seven turnovers in a row. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And Jesus Rice, that's a reset for us. Let's get going, yeah. Let's get going. Not like first one has to be positive turnover. Let's get a positive turnover, let's keep the ball. Um stuff like that. Yeah, I think they're really useful. Like I always found like when we played twenties championship with the club. Um obviously because I'd been in a in a um like in an organization like the drum team that like yeah. I understand that all that kind of lingo and all that kind of how that thing works and how important it is. Yeah. So like when we came in with lads, you know, who like might not played in years and are come back for twenties with just with twenty ones with just the lads like you know Yeah, I mean? of course haven't they right and uh like I they found it useful as well. Like when we'd be like we'd come in at halftime we'd be like we've turned the ball over like five times. Mm-hmm. 
and it's just such an obvious thing that everyone's like okay that's bad yeah, you know yeah, I mean? so yeah. let's keep the ball or every time we run down here we turn we lose the ball yeah don't run down there you know what <laughs> I mean? and it's so odd, such obvious but as soon as you put it out there everyone's like okay yeah do you know what i mean it clicks in ever definitely um yeah. just stuff like that like I, I wouldn't say like no gps stuff but definitely like technical skills and stuff would be addressed yeah or like how many of drafts short or wide okay, or something yeah. you know that kind of like so like kind of like more like efficiency rather than actual number yeah there. yeah definitely yeah okay all right and uh, again going back a bit but like when you've been preparing for games so you'd have your like that vid analysis done but in like the like the 15 20 minutes before the game like what would you be thinking about would you be going over your would you be going over like the stats you're trying to hit would you be yeah mentally, what, what would you be thinking um, i'm quite like different i think in the way that I'm very like I can be quite laid back mm-hmm. yeah, for yeah. games. For sure. You know, I wouldn't like like I can completely respect and understand that some people need to get really focused and need to be psyched up, yeah. really like hundred percent psyched to perform. But I'm quite like don't really have to be there, John. I'm a bit mm-hmm. lower than that. So like so the it, first, you and Jack McCaffrey just laughing away. In the uh, I don't know, like what <laughs> the like the fifteen minutes before kind of um kind of just chilling like i wouldn't really be doing anything major uh like you'd kind of be doing all your video analysis you might have a few stuff written down going to the game what are your targets you might look at them whatever maybe a few little things about who you might mark or something mm-hmm. but or what their tactics are their tactics yeah but used to never like 15 before any game like i like i kind of just try to calm myself but i wouldn't be looking at kind of anything major i, I don't have any trick or routine you know i kind of just go out to play Mm -hmm. you know it's very basic but that's (laughs) how i do like you know what i mean like Uh some like some games i'd be uh playing well i could be like talking to my player do you know what i mean or Uh i could be talking to the other players i would just be fine if i'm just kind of i i'm kind of just comfortable and relaxed about i think i kind of play your best yeah Yeah, i think so it's mad because like some people like the perception would be if you're not like 100% dialed in or like, yeah. like what the like the outside people think you're like you're not 100% dialed yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For that, you, yeah. Might just be... I, one, I think we had, Kevin McMenamin actually came and talked to us. He, uh, it's kind of sports college, college, college and stuff like that. We're 20s and minors. Okay. And uh, one thing that I always took away from that was he was saying that like some people need to be at like 80%, 90% to be psyched, like psyched wise to be playing their best. Do you know okay. what I mean? Yeah. Whereas some people need to be 20% doing whatever they could I don't know, doing whatever and then go out and play the best game in their life. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, like, everyone's different. Do you know what I mean? And it'd be very easy if everyone needs to be 100% psyched and everyone plays well. Yeah. And you might look at someone who you admire and be like, geez, like, he's so psyched. Yeah, you have those images in your head. Yeah, like, he's yeah. so in the zone right now and he's playing well. That's who I need to be like. Mm-hmm. But that might not suit you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you, you know, like, in everything, kind of, you just need to find what's right for you. Mm-hmm. And what's right for you is just very individualistic like you know what i mean so yeah yeah i just kind of find what was right for me just kind of just do whatever see how things go uh-huh. and that's fine whereas i understand and i know people who are like need to be a bit higher need to be a bit more psyched to do well but yeah, yeah. um i wouldn't let that dictate kind of how i need to act you know and i don't think anyone should really mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah i always, similar to yourself like i'd be kind of on the other end where i'd kind of like you know try and get focused but I also found it mad because I was lucky enough to go to the Rugby World Cup semi-final yeah, yeah, yeah. and I saw England warming up for New Zealand and like New Zealand were there like you know process driven doing their, doing their normal warm-up yeah, yeah. and I just see like Jack Noel and three other England ads playing a game of keepy-uppies yeah, yeah, like yeah. they had like they're over like the banner like one of the ads 
And I'm like, these lads are playing the World Cup semi-final against yeah, the All Blacks. Yeah. And they're there literally playing keepy-uppies. Yeah, like, yeah, no, I think it's it. mad, yeah. It's mental. I think when you when you go into, like, when I came into the panel, you're kind of expecting everyone to be real psyched. But then you see, like, it's just not like that at all. Do you know, like, somebody could just be doing keepy-uppies, having jokes, having laughs, and then go out and play really well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, You'd wonder, like, what's their secret or something, but just, like, they're just doing what they normally do. Like. It's just, yeah, doing what they normally do and what suits them. Oh yeah, so when you're like preparing for like a big game, let's say, like I know you're saying kind of relaxed. Yeah. Would you have been the same way for like exams or how would you do it like in college or even secondary school? Yeah, I kind of would be like, <laughs> like I picture myself now in the RDS, like taking a piss out of my mates who like, <laughs> who was, the like trying to learn things fast as I can before they go in. Like, but um, yeah, I probably would have been like, uh, I wouldn't probably take myself too seriously. So I don't really take exactly, anything too yeah. serious. But uh, like obviously, if I know I have the work done, mm-hmm. I'm a bit more relaxed. Whereas I might be a bit more nervous if I feel like I'm going to an exam a bit unprepared. Yeah, yeah. But um, for exams and stuff, I think it depends. Like I kind of very much do a lot of my work kind of coming up to the exams and learn a lot more. So uh-huh. um, and learn what I need to put down. So before the exams, I might try to get a bit more cramming in or something. But once I get there, like I kind of just like being like I remember meeting with people in the RDS and then let's say we're all looking at our pages before going in and you're just like don't really want to do this like I kind of be almost a bit jittery and an edge to like be just sitting there and looking at your things you yeah, I, mean? I need to be kind of moving a bit more relaxed a bit more not just uh not just trying energy. Yeah. yeah do you know what I mean so um I kind of would be like I remember leading certain stuff um like obviously like the weather was class and we'd be playing football and three matches and stuff yeah. up on the pitch and it was grand like and you, all you wanted to do really is lie out in the sun so like that kind of helped me in the way that it relaxed me a bit you know like I remember after Matt's I can't remember what we had one Matt's exam that was in the morning anyway and we know there's something in the evening yeah I think um, English and Matt's or something yeah yeah and I, I think it was the Matt's one was in the morning I can't really remember right now but the Matt's one in the morning let's say and uh, I remember just sitting out on the pitch with the lads after a few of them were reading their English notes or something uh and just kind of talking about the exam like oh yeah this and this blah 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 but then just being like oh, yeah, look, whatever like and then just kind of strolling into english and yeah. then doing it you know i wouldn't be like i don't need to be i don't want it's not like i don't want anyone talking to me or anything mm-hmm. you know what i mean I, I feel that i think that's weird like yeah, you know, yeah like yeah. if you're not kind of like you are normally for mm-hmm. that kind of situation you know? no like so you just kind of kind of take it in your strides sort of way more yeah, than yeah yeah kind of like i now it might be a bit different if i'm not as prepared to yeah. anything do you know what i mean exactly but, um for the most part, like, I kind of just, like, excited, a bit relaxed, but kind of ready to get going, like, mm-hmm. do you yeah. know, like, it's not more so I'm really nervous about this, but, like, I just want to do it, so, like, yeah. I remember sometimes, like, obviously, now with all exams and stuff being online, and all those kind of quizzes and stuff like that, yeah, yeah, like, a lot of time, I'm, like, let's say I was looking at stuff to do, uh, like, half an hour before, mm-hmm. and then it gets to, like, 20, 15 minutes to, and then I'm, like, I just want this to start, you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm just kind of sitting there, like, whatever's going to happen is going to happen now mm-hmm. can't really control like you know like everyone says a control controllables like there's nothing more you can control after this like you know just yeah. do the exam and so kind of yeah that'd be what i tried to do anyway yeah it's harder to do it all the time I guess, yeah, but yeah. Still, it's funny though that there's it's so obvious but like the link really is like you can be so much more relaxed once you know you're ready for something yeah and like it's, it's so obvious but like it's yeah i true. like i used to think like do you remember saying like things with physics where like i like the little notes yeah. where the little notes and I, it was like almost like i'd give myself like a little cheat note thing that i just knew how to answer yeah i always felt like 
I was like, not like cheating the system, but like I felt like this is going to be fine because you know what to do. I yeah. I know how this exam works, like so I know what to put down. Mm-hmm. Do you know kind of right? Yeah. So like for certain exams, I'd say if I didn't know that, I might be a bit more worried about. But for ones that I was like, this would be fine because I know I know the layout of the exam. I know th- the third question is going to be on uh, like mechanics, yeah, you know, yeah, whatever it is. Do you know what I mean? Um, and I know how to answer those questions. So once you kind of because like everything has a pattern and certain questions come up so like when you just know what's going to come up or not know but you have like a good guess what's going to come up and you have that covered it's just so much like, like you have nothing to worry about almost yeah, that yeah. Kind of way. Uh-huh. it's interesting like would you find that um kind of pivoting a bit like back towards the football again but when you're saying like you kind of have that structure you kind of know what's going to happen mm-hmm. would you find the same like i know when you're in attack for dublin or whatnot and you kind of know where the player is going to move or how do you find it or what, what do you think yeah i think like um I think that kind of just comes with like experience and like yeah. playing with them, you know? So like, um, like knowing how they move and how they run, like, so someone might do like every day in training, they might like double back on their own mm-hmm. and go in a certain position. So then in a match they do that, you're like, okay, well actually I know what he's doing here. His yeah. marker doesn't know, but yeah. I know what he's doing. Do you know that kind of way? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I think that kind of just comes with like repetition. Um, but you, it's not like something that they're going to say, I'm running here. Yeah, like, that does happen it. sometimes. Like That can happen for like kickouts and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and this is what we're doing, and we're going to double up here and blah, 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 and you know that, and you're prepared for it, and like, you know, all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But um, it's very much like there's no I – t- I find like teams that do best, like there's no real strict, this is how we play. It's yeah. kind of like you're all decent once you do the right things, the, the right thing right everything else looks for everything itself. will be okay like do you know yeah. what I mean so that's kind of how you operate like just you he knows that what position he needs to run into to get a ball and you know where right. to kick it into, to get exactly, into ball. Yeah. so it's kind of just like an unconscious thing that he's had with each other do you know what I mean yeah definitely that's why I'm mad because like NFL or American football would be considered like one of the most structured sports in the world yeah and if you look at like the touchdown that Gronk got the second one mm. I know were you watching the Super Bowl or uh, I saw highlights after uh, yeah, yeah yeah I didn't stay open there, but I saw highlights <laughs> I, and I, I did anyway I was like fuck you might as well do it but anyway, for the second touchdown, like you can see, like the defender like looks towards Brady, so then Gronk moves in, and Brady's already throwing the ball. Yeah, so, yeah. So like the two of them, like that's not a play that they had exactly designed, but they're like, yeah, you know what? Yeah. He's the defender did something, so I'm gonna do something. So Brady exactly. Knew that I, I, I think like you never know how things are gonna go. Do you know what I mean? So like you really do need to just play what's ahead of you. Yeah. Like um, I think that I'd be much better at kind of playing how things go and what's ahead of me rather than try and put some type of structure on things yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean like if I ever get tr- to put in a position do this role it's kind of like almost harder than just kind of do whatever mm-hmm. that's me personally anyway I know some people like structure and they do play better in this is my role this is yeah. all I have to do and that's fine but um, I kind of just work the other way do you know that kind of way no, I know no. yeah the the uh, American football like I think that just shows like kind of thing that even if it is really structured like there's still like movement there's still a lot of space for creativity and kind of just your own intuition and what you know and how you like read things yeah yeah i think it's like a cool little analogy as well because you're saying like you're more relaxed when you're like prepared for the thing yeah and there's like a cool little like soundboy from brady where he's literally like like we know the answers to the test we just got to go and sit the test yeah exactly yeah it's even funny how like what you're saying for like an actual like leave insert or college thing still applies and and like probably the most, uh, second most watched sporting event in the, in yeah, the world. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I think it's like, it's really funny like when you talk, like actually talk about sports and stuff and it's like 
how it actually certain teams apply to like everything yeah, yeah. that kind of way like and that's why a lot of people who are like really good at sports are like highly intellectual like Brady obviously puts in like so much so many hours on the mm-hmm. tapes and stuff like that and preparing plays and stuff um but like obviously you have to be certain like have a certain intellectual kind of like foundation for that yeah yeah but it's just like everything's so interlinked like that you can't really be good at one not the other do you know mm-hmm. what I mean like that like you can be good at one naturally yeah. same with anyone you can be good at like maths naturally mm-hmm. but unless you work on us and kind of tune your skills you're not yeah. actually gonna because yeah, like, you know, like it's problem solving and like problem solving mm. is either maths or you might be physically problem solving yeah like, exactly yeah, yeah. like i think they say that the ufc is like um what is it again it's like um it's high level decision making with dire physical consequences yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's just, so essentially we're like studying like as in like reading yeah, the books yeah. and it's just high level decision making with non-physical yeah consequences. exactly yeah yeah same thing but um yeah geez thanks a million for all this but oh, no, no, no. it was yeah. a good old chat and uh there's quite a lot in it, so yeah, you've gone through that for a while, <laughs> yeah, for like. sure. But there's definitely a few gems. Thanks again, yeah, boss. No, no, no Appreciate worries. a lot. No That's the end of another episode. I hope you've taken something away from this, and I'll catch you in the next one. Until then, good luck. <laughs>